0: All right, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sticks Golf Terminal Recap Show. Uh, This week, myself, Dusty, and Rosie are going to sit down and talk all things Wyndham. We're going to talk some Corn Fairy stuff. TC gets his PGA Tour card. You'll have to listen to hear what that means. Um, Dusty's got a great John Huss story that kind of comes out of nowhere, and I give an update on uh, Arizona Open. So, yeah, great pod, and I hope you guys enjoy, and we will see you next week. (music) All right. Welcome back to another episode of the sticks golf tournament recap show. We are recapping the Wyndham, um, as well as some corn fairy stuff. And yeah, so me, Rosie and Dusty are all back. Uh, Dusty's rocking another UVA hat, which I don't love, but it's fine. Um, (laughs) boys, how are we this evening?
1: I'm good, man. I just had a, uh, a nice weekend and got my work week off to a good start. It's Monday night. Watched some golf over the weekend and played some golf. So yeah, everything's good in my world. Love it. Yeah, everything
2: good here too. We're uh I know it was a nervy week for Corn Ferry guys and especially on the PGA tour. So kind of rolling into the playoffs here will be uh it'll be fun to uh watch the three events and kind of see who takes home ten million dollars here in yeah three weeks. So pretty cool.
1: Is um, it not? Isn't it fifteen million now?
2: Maybe so. Yeah, I think it's fifteen now. Got to take the lump sum. Got I, to.
0: Have to have to. After all the live stuff, you gotta take the lump yeah, got to take the lump sum. Right now, you got to take the lump sum. So Tom Kim comes out, shoots sixty-one on Sunday. I mean, that's. I mean, I'm sorry, but there's nobody in the world that was betting on that guy. I wasn't, he wasn't even on my radar, but he might be officially my favorite PGA tour player now because of what he did. I mean, that's awesome.
1: The front, the front nine shooting 27. 27. Are you kidding?
0: (laughs) What? That's a joke.
1: Yeah, you had you had eyes on it, Dustin, right? Was he was he just knocking it super close? Was it more putting? Probably putting. I mean, everything, everything
2: you got to do to shoot twenty seven, right? Like (laughs) he kind of, I think I can't remember exactly what hole it is, but he was playing with uh, one of my favorite players of all time, deck Afri Barnrat, Mm -hmm. and uh, he Afri Barnrat like had his coin and sort of pretty far outside the left of the hole and. Tom Kim hit this pot and it kind of nicked the coin and kicked it right, right into the hole. And you're just like, okay, man, like this is your day. <laughs> you yeah. know, if you're, if you're hitting ball markers and b- bouncing it into the hole.
0: And not only did boy, it like it went it in like, on left center too. It went in like left center. Like it would, it may have caught the left edge if it didn't hit the coin, but like it definitely needed to hit the coin to go in. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, the kid, I mean, what, he's 20 years old? 20, 20 years old, yeah. Yeah, so like he was born winner.
1: born in 2002. I saw Tiger had eight majors by the time he was born. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Yeah.
2: That's amazing. But, but I highly recommend going and watching some of this kid's like interviews and stuff. He's got such he's so humble and funny like he's he's got such a great outlook like I just love to go play golf and like, I'm going to have fun and I don't care. And he's got, he's got a really, really great personality and attitude about the game and how he approaches it. And I I mean, shoot, he, he will, if he wasn't on people's radar, he is now obviously, but I think he had won twice on the Asian tour coming in and he'd won worldwide five or six times already in professional golf. So he's no stranger to winning and, you know, And he had played very well in the Rocket Mortgage and the other event that was leading up to the Wyndham. So, no surprise. Looks like he's going to make the President's Cup team. I feel like this kid's kind of here to stay.
1: Well, okay. Do you guys know why Thomas was – Tom was not his first name. Do you know why his name is Tom? No idea. Please give it to me. He gave it to himself. Have you guys not heard this? No. You guys haven't heard this he picked so he a great name by the way he picked a phenomenal yeah it's for thomas the train the cartoon yeah. he, he named himself after thomas the train I love <laughs> he that. said i guess he moved around a lot as a kid and he wanted a, a way to relate to other kids he was moving all through asia and europe and obviously um, you know spends a lot of time in america now and thomas came from thomas the train because that was his favorite cartoon growing up um, that, that
2: speaks to what i was just saying like watch his interviews he's hilarious like he just he's got a great attitude and personality so
1: it reminds yeah. me um, yeah it's amazing I, I brought up a story a while back i think on the pod um guy i played a, against in high school golf junior golf he was a great player his uh i think his birth name was like Pole, and uh he, he was from thailand i think and um he uh he's he, he, went by George and they said why you know they said in an interview one time for the local paper why did you pick you know you picked this name George why did you pick George he said well I looked up Americans and George Washington was the first American
0: George. <laughs> that's awesome oh that's awesome I that reminds me of like oh, in high man, school we had a, a bunch great guy. Of, we had a bunch of uh like exchange students I don't know if they were all from the same place but Every single one of them. It was like Bob, Jim, Tom. Like they just pick like the, like the the easiest names to pronounce. And yeah, say. Like, it, great. It's, it's it's great. It's great. I love it. It's awesome.
1: Yeah. Well, it's congrats, like- Tom Kim. That was a that's an awesome win. Did you guys see? uh He actually knocked four guys out of Corn Fairy Tour finals by winning. Like if he had finished oh. second, there's four other guys that, that would have got into KFT finals. But and it's a uh, Dustin knows the I mean it's so complicated the yeah the map. algorithms of what all d- equates to what but uh long story short yeah by, by winning he knocked uh who was it uh it wasn't anybody I'm super familiar with Anthony Quayle, Chris Nagel, Rick Lam, Matty Schmid all four of those guys would be at KFT finals with the Tom Kim one if Tom Kim right. finished second or worse they're in rick rick lamb is the
0: only name i know from there and rick rick's a really really solid player i think he had corporate stats a couple of years ago lost it back on the tour so tough scene for rick but but yeah no it's
1: uh tom kim should send them like a Grubhub gift card or something
0: he yeah. <laughs> uh, should buy him dinner or do something yeah
1: do something for him
2: exactly. and, and one other thing to that's interesting that i just saw today um Bubba Watson is still officially in the top 125 um, going into the playoffs. And because he hasn't yet teed it up on the live tour, um, they're still counting him in the top 125. Oh. So I saw that it was going to knock out two guys um, from the corn Fairy, uh tour finals there. And I don't, I don't know the two guys, but probably two of those four and just something to keep an eye on the tour should really, Hey, if they're trying to battle the live tour or whatever, come on, you know, the them, guys, let those two guys into the finals and let's yeah. do this the right way. I, I just, I hope that the tour will do that. Um, well, well, something to pay attention to this week.
0: Before we get too deep into the PGA tour stuff, I would like to throw out some, some stuff. Um, first off, you know who finished one twenty five on the uh, PGA tour. <laughs> sure. I do. I do, too. His name is Ricky yeah. fucking Baller. Let's <laughs> go, baby. We made it. We made it. a boy. We did just what we needed to keep our card, and we're going to play great next year. It's going to be fine. No worries. But notable guys that finished outside of the top 125. Harris English won. Uh, wow. Danny Willett finished 130. Zach Johnson finished 140. Charlie Hoffman at 150, Bill Haas at 154, Luke Donald at 159, uh, Brandt Snedeker 171, Jimmy Walker 190. I mean, a bunch of like mainstay guys actually like kind of didn't do enough, and they are just not going yeah. to be doing tour next year. So it's, it's I would of-
1: say virtually all those you mentioned are like mid 40s. Oh, they're entering that purgatory like before Champions tour play. Um, but, but I was very surprised to hear you say Harris English. I didn't know right? he was struggling that bad.
0: And and I also missed one. Harry Higgs finished. Oh with yeah, 36. saw all
1: that. Bummer, bummer.
0: Because he's just he's such a fan favorite, man. I just I love watching him play yeah. off. He took his shirt off on
1: scene <laughs> at at, at the waste management. Yeah, you know, just hopefully. Hopefully we didn't just see a man peak. Like hopefully that wasn't the best he'll ever be. And I don't come back uh, stronger and better. better. No, I know. I'm not saying I think that I'm just saying, you never know. You never never know know. what people's career looks like. And we might never, we might never see Harry Higgs on the PJ tour again. That could easily happen. I hope it doesn't. I I
0: hope that's not the case. Um, But yeah, honestly, when I looked at that list, I was kind of baffled, you know, just guys that you, see day in day out for like the last like five six years on pga tour just not going to be there next year yeah or i mean they might be there on sponsored exemptions but they don't yeah. have the card so
1: full card yeah
0: yeah they're full card so just kind of thought that was an interesting take and, and it kind of goes back to what um dusty was saying last week about how big this past week was and mm-hmm. for a guy like i didn't realize that how big this week was like points wise for you know FedEx Cup and stuff, but it really was a massive moving week. Massive moving week.
1: Oh, yeah. The exactly. heartbreaker, heartbreaking story of the week. Uh, Justin Lauer, did you guys see this? Yeah, did yeah. Three three putt on 18 to lose his card by one shot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just stop it, just For stop me. right. I mean, stop holy it. shit, how is he gonna? I don't know how. <sighs> God, that's, um, want yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, no, that's he to go. Yeah, he was He was Uh, post round interview. I mean, the emotions you just it's it's a crazy week, it is so stressful. And and, and now, now, I will say the 126 to 150 category they'll get some starts and they'll be okay. Yep. It's really that and they also go to Corn Ferry
0: Tour finals
2: that really gets. Yeah, they'll they'll go to Cornfair and maybe they'll get their car. But even if they don't, you you still they'll they'll get some starts and be okay. It's that it's that one fifty one to two hundred that really
1: no, that's really gets
2: kind of shut out. And yeah. you know, Luke Donald will have to use his number one past exemptions, for all the exemptions and all yeah. this different stuff. And so yeah, well, and there's crazy.
1: probably you know so many guys from one fifty one to two hundred that are obviously great talents, but just and really really really. Need to get their career off the ground, and they're probably thinking, you know, shit. I gotta basically start over and go back to KFT. Yeah, Yeah, but you
2: can go to these four playoff events and yeah, your card. You know, yeah, play well for four weeks, and then all of a sudden you're back on tour. So and then
0: and then true. Looking forward to next year. The Corn Fairy Tour Finals are going to be completely changed because five actual PGA Tour cards are going to be up for grabs. So. I mean, obviously it's not this year, but just looking forward, like those corn Ferry tour finals are going to become even more important, you know, year after year, especially now that they're their actual PGA tour cards up for grabs now. Yeah. So, um, but I, I will say looking at the leaderboard this week, one guy kind of like popped out at me, Ben Griffin finishes uh fourth place, a uh, solo 1400 par home golf course, home state, um, you know, played really, really solid in the Corn Fay Tour this year. Uh, really, really like to see that guy makes a paycheck. He's going to be into the. I, I. So if you, so I know if you make the top ten of the PGA Tour event, you get into the next week. Does that also happen? That does not happen with the finals. That's so right. he yeah. he finishes top ten, so he just makes a paycheck and moves on. But That's he's going right. to be on, he's going to be on tour next year, so not a not a big issue for him. But just really, really cool to see a hometown boy. You know, corn fairy guy trying to struggle. Like he's in the struggle, he's trying to make some money and you know, top four in the PGA tour event. Good on Ben Griffin. A little golf clap for little golf clap for Ben.
2: So- no doubt. And and like I I don't know, I I gave out a few guys that I liked on last week's pod, but like those North Carolina boys that have been on that Bermuda their whole life and know those greens and have been around, like Ben Griffin, JT Post and Russell Henley, these guys that just sort of know that grass, it is such an advantage. And um, if you're gambling going into next week at Memphis, pick guys that have played on Bermuda grass for their entire life. I'm telling you right now, that place is—it's hard. I mean,
1: grainy, really hard. grainy.
0: The day, the, yeah. the the word of the week is going to be grain. Yeah, <laughs> it's <gonna> be
2: grain. <laughs> yeah, take take a drink every time they say grain.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> that, that'd be a great drinking game <laughs> to watch the pj tour van this week is to drink every time they say grain oh yeah my God.
2: but like it's it's i think it's you know i don't know we weren't really going to get into this but just looking ahead like it's a i think it's the most balls in the water every year on tour is at yeah. Southwind. um it's like just nasty local bermuda it's it's a you gotta be in the fairway it's it's uh it's kind of fun if you're playing well but man it'll it sucks <laughs> if you're in the rough and in the water and it's, it's hard. So I I actually really like it for a test. Some guys don't like the court, whatever, but if the best players will go straight to the top immediately, if you're playing good golf, right. you will end up right at the top of the leaderboard. And that's a, that's a good way to have a playoff event. So,
0: well, I don't know how much you guys watched the, uh the corn fairy this week, but zero, not, I was all in on Corn Fray this week because one of my good buddies, um, fellow Hokie golfer, Trevor Cohn, uh, shot five under the last round to come in T5, which is, I don't, I was trying to, I was, I was trying to figure it out. If he, if he has his card locked in yet or not, but he finished 20. So if he finished 20th going into the playoffs, he has his card, correct?
2: That's right. He's lost. Yeah,
0: so he yeah. is a PGA tour member. Yes. 5 under last round wow. PGA tour card and our very own Dan Woodbury was on the bag. All- oh man. Yeah. So
1: that's the golf clap of the week. That's
0: the golf clap of the week. That's the golf clap of the week. So um I coming down the stretch, I thought that he needed to make another birdie. Um 16, 17, 18 had great looks last three holes wasn't quite able to uh to convert but 5 under um, 1900 par nice. coming in, you know, tied for fifth was good enough to do it. So, Trevor Cohn,
1: congrats, Tre- congratulations Trevor! Congratulations, that's awesome on,
0: on getting your PGA Tour card. Um, hopefully, he will be on the Pod soon. I have a, I have a, uh, a very weak yes on the pod for the next (laughs) next two weeks so hopefully we will see him in the next two weeks so um but yeah so just big big golf club up for trevor and then also big golf club up for dan he might have his he might have a job next year he might be a tour caddy so best looking caddy on tour Good old (laughs) we'll see it we'll see how it goes but old dusty
1: can give him some tips and Tricks of the trade. So So that's
0: what I was really looking at this week. And I was really, really excited for that. So that's awesome. You know, good for, good for TC.
1: Good for TC. Very cool. Very cool. Awesome. Golf spot. Yeah. I did catch uh, a little bit of the women's British open at Muirfield. Pretty wild finish. Uh,
0: Seven play of seven player playoff or some crazy playoff.
1: Right. No, you're thinking of something else. Oh, so, am I? Never mind. It was a two, it was a two-person playoff. Yeah. Oh, okay, never Ashley Bu Ashley Buhai from uh South Africa. She's 83rd in the world. She's sleeping on a five-shot lead going into Sunday. She's standing on 15T on Sunday. This is a this is a she's only won three ladies' European tour events, never won on the LPGA. You know, like I said, 83rd in the world. Um, but she's staring a you know, a major championship win right right down the throat and she she has a three shot lead on 15 drives it in the bunker ends up making triple her lead is a, evaporated it's just like nick toliver <laughs> yeah. in the story we heard him tell a couple weeks ago she gathers herself she gathers herself she uh she closes a playoff after blowing this five shot lead um and then grinds it out, wins on the fourth playoff hole, so that was pretty cool. Um, and then uh, over um in some amateur golf, Austin Greaser, who uh, many people like myself were introduced to for the first time last year at Oakmont, he was the runner-up in the U.S. Amateur, wins arguably the second biggest amateur event um, out there in the Western Am this 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 weekend. So that was pretty cool. Um, he was, a last year he was semis in the Western am finals in the US am doesn't win either. So, you know, he was, he was chomping at the bit to get a big amateur win and he got it. Uh, UNC, I think he's a rising, what, junior, senior, um, should be a senior. Yeah. And, and how about that? How about that format of the Western am? Did you, did you guys ever play in that by chance?
0: I did not. I was not, uh, the, the biggest amateur event I played in was like the players. am. I, I I tried very, very hard to get into the Western. It was just, I just unfortunately wasn't able to play in it.
2: Dustin. I did. I got to go, um, once when I had a nice senior year after, after, uh, my finished college there. So what a grind though. You're right. I mean, the, the, the schedule for the week is insane.
1: It's insane. I was just looking at it. So it's, you play – it's uh, 72 holes of stroke play, yep. which is then cut to 16 people yep. going into match play. So you go 18-18, 36. That's your stroke play. Correct. Um, then they cut to uh, cut to 16, obviously. And then you play uh, back-to-back match day. just yep. Friday and Saturday. <laughs> yeah did you make it past the i see there's a two-day cut or the stroke yeah play. i got
2: into the, i got through the two-day cut but not at the top six oh, okay. is brutal it's you yeah gotta, you've got to play extremely well so you on, got
1: you made the you made the top 40 it looks like top 44 in ties make yeah, i think it
2: was top 50 or maybe when i was oh, playing but that, um,
1: i kind of made it on the that's number. an account.
2: yeah yeah
1: that's an accomplishment enough. I mean, that's awesome. Was it at Exmoor? Yeah. Has it always been at More? No, yeah. no, they move it around Pretty sick they, course. They, oh, they move it around.
2: Yeah. They move it around and, and I'm not sure. Maybe it, maybe it's locked in there for a few years, but when I played it, uh, where was I somewhere in Chicago? I think, um, can't remember, but
1: yeah. Um, um that's yeah. awesome.
2: Oh, and Hey, just for our Virginia listeners, we got a shout out the goat, Keith Decker for, uh, ball. for the, <laughs> U.S. Senior Am
1: today. Um, yep, out boy, way to be. Probably so, his, probably like his fortieth or fiftieth USGA appearance. Yeah, yeah just, whatever. With, it is. Way to
0: hit duck hook hybrids so like seven feet. It's just, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's got
1: um, something he's pretty proud of. I know um, there was an event that ran a USGA event. It was the USGA State Team Championship. Only three guys from each state, all fifty states. Unfortunately, this is a a discontinued tournament, but um, three guys from all 50 states play, you know, in a team format. And um, it ran for about, what, I think 20, maybe 25 years. And Keith Decker is the only, maybe 20 years. I think it was a good, it was a good while. Anyway, Decker is the only person ever that played for his state in every single competition yeah, cool. which is pretty
2: that's, cool that's pretty
0: sick um well i want to make sure that we get uh dusty's john huh story in here oh yes
2: thank you for reminding me tc uh-huh. um yeah so i was catting. um yeah john Huh was in contention this week at, at uh greensboro and our sticks pod group thread was going off and um just watching John huh there. It kind of threw me back. So it was probably, I was pretty early on. I was maybe, that was sort of maybe my sixth or seventh event. So I was still sort of getting my feet wet. And, um, we're at not, a, or we're at the Greenbrier and playing with John huh and uh, number I love eight,
0: that golf course, by the way,
2: great. Goal. Yeah. Number eight, the big Redant long par three. Um, you kind of hit it out to the right and everything funnels down to the left there. And, um, So my guy, Kyle, who I was counting for at the time makes like a, makes like a 80 foot putt. I mean, hits it like short, right. The pins back left and he makes this thing all the way across the green. So we're kind of pumped up and fist bumping and we walk sort of back right of the green and the pins all the way down in the left. And so I don't know, we were maybe, maybe a, a little bit loud, but nothing to where like it would distract a player. Okay. So um, we go to nine. You make an eighty-foot 80 putt.
0: You have to get loud. Are you kidding? You don't make an right. eighty-foot putt every day. Like right. fuck that. Like, are you kidding? That's awesome. That's like hole in a forty-yard so, pitch.
2: Exactly. So we 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 go to nine. We tee off. Um, we're, We get off the tee box, and John turns around and gets. I'm not kidding. Probably three inches to my face to face. Like right in my face and he says to me if you rip that putter head cover in my backstroke one more time we're gonna have a big problem and I said John like come on man like I know what I'm doing you know I'm sorry if we distracted you a little bit on your putt but um you know you like oh, I'm sorry basically I wasn't gonna like I wasn't gonna make it a big deal well Kyle didn't feel the same way so <laughs> <laughs> Kyle takes his putter head cover off and oh, it's this old ass thing like the velcro can barely stay on. It was like one of my hardest jobs caddying was just keeping this fucking putter head cover on the whole time. <laughs> the velcro was like 15 years old. So, he takes it off and starts ripping the putter head cover in front of John to show that it just doesn't make any noise at all cuz it's like completely oh, wow. like beat up. And so I I know John kind of felt bad at the end of it, but it was oh,
1: like Oh man you that's
2: know awesome he, he wasn't awesome. playing great he wanted to blame it on another caddy and it uh it didn't work out too well for him wow so.
1: wow <laughs> I, I didn't actually know that's where it was going i thought it was going to be something else but no it literally yeah. it literally didn't make any noise so wow. gonna, literally you know you, know. you, yeah you
2: couldn't hear it from 10 feet away much less uh 100 right feet in front away, of your feet. So, yeah wow um wow don't that's hilarious don't have the greatest uh association with <laughs> john Huff, but uh you know he played he played pretty well there and great rhythm if you watch this golf swing man like copy that rhythm it's fucking yeah pure. Really
1: good. So, really anyway,
0: good. Um, um
2: ripping well, that putter head cover uh, if john Huh's listening he'll, he'll remember
0: <laughs> <laughs> i hope he's listening um well before we get out i would uh i want to i, wanna, I I don't know. I'd, I'd like to give everybody else an update on my Arizona Open. Uh, yeah, here. Um, honestly, like played really solid golf, but like just didn't quite make the pot. I, I don't know. It was one of those weeks where like you you, you know you hit it really solid, hit a bunch of fairways, a bunch of greens, and you just don't really get a lot out of it. But for everybody that is listening to this podcast, that is. A you know a professional golfer, or they're trying to make it work. They're a high level amateur golfer. I can't. A stick. Anybody that's listening to your stick. Look, look. There is something that I came to a second round. I am one under through for the round. One under for the tournament. I know one under is going to be the cut. Uh, I bogey seventeen, and I am. Even par for the tournament. I know I have to make birdie on eighteen, um, and dude, I'm not gonna lie. I hit two of the best golf shots of my entire life, and just fucking absolutely pumped a d shot down eighteen. Hit one of the most pure five irons from like two thirty five uphill. It was downwind. I didn't hit that far, um, but just being able, like, I, I I don't know if it's just me. I know you guys have all experienced. Both of you guys have experienced this. when you have to pull off a golf shot. And you do the euphoric feeling that you have afterwards is just like I if they're the hottest girl in the world could be right next to me and I'm getting, <laughs> I'm bagging her today right now right here like I'm like it, I felt on top mm. of the fucking world and I ended yeah. up burning eighteen getting in I I actually didn't have to burry eighteen after I realized afterwards I would have I uh, actually screwed like nine or 10 people out of making the cut because I made birdie on 18, which felt awesome.
2: Um, that's a great feeling too. It's a
0: phenomenal feeling. Phenomenal yeah. feeling. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I just want to say like, that's what you play for. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, if you play for those moments where like your nerves are almost overwhelming to the point where like you can't feel your hands, like, like legitimately sitting in 18 fairway, Uh, you know, what was it? Wednesday or Tuesday Um, in 18 at Mesa, like, it was it was make or break. I was either going to make the cut, make z- or and make you know a thousand bucks, nine hundred bucks, whatever it was, or I was going to miss the cut and go home like very very sad after like a disappointing Colorado Open. And I just want to let everybody else out there know, like, look, it's a grind. Just keep going. Every once in a while, you pull it off, and it feels awesome. So it just, I was throw it out there. I I'm. I didn't finish great. I think I finished like T30 or like T29, which, you know, I made my money back and then some, but honestly, like looking back on that event, I will remember that golf shot and just sometimes pull something off and and you pull it off.
1: Yeah, that's something that uh you can absolutely take with you going forward. That's awesome. There's there is no better feeling when you have to do it and you do it. There's no better feeling. I
0: also yeah. lagged the shit out of a twelve footer for eagle to make birdie to get, <laughs> to get into the get into thing. I was like, I was like, I am not giving this any chance of like it might go in, but like we are gonna have a three inch putt coming back if we're if we're gonna make the cut, and that's exactly what we did. So,
2: That a boy. Yeah. And nice work. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And, and I just gotta say, like, that's something like as you kind of keep going here and as in your pro golf journey, you will have a shot somewhere down the road, a five iron into a par five or something, and you'll remember what you did. I guarantee it. You'll think oh, about it I
0: remember. I got my hands you super that. high. I I can remember exact swing thoughts. I got my hands super high. I couldn't hit it left. So I knew I had to keep the face open and I just ripped it left, released it, but kept like, kind of like my hands on top of it. And the thing just came out with like this awesome flight. It was like, like a low kind of rising cut. that just kind of like fell into the hole. And it was just, it was awesome. It was awesome.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a great, like, that's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now, you will remember that shot in an important moment in your future. And that's like, that's why you play. That's exactly what you're saying. Like, to have that experience and to say, all right, yeah, I finished T30, but damn it in two years I'm at the Arizona open and I'm T3 with three holes to play. And I've got to hit a high cut six iron into the last par three or whatever it is. You're going to remember it and you're going to hit the shot. I mean, that's, that's, that's really fucking cool. So good work, dude. Awesome.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Also, I saw one of the most, the, the biggest highway robberies I've ever seen, Charlie Belgian, um who played on PJ tour for a, de- a decent yep. amount of time uh I, th- I don't know if he ever won but he was he was a he was a mainstay for like like four or five years um was playing the arizona open as well and he had a putt on 18 to make eagle um to force a playoff at like 12 under par and he left it half a revolution short oh I mean I mean like it there was 30 40 people around the green like I had just finished my final round cuz I was cuz I was uh I, I finished poorly enough that I was like last off of 10 um so like when I was driving up I was I had, we had a lot to stop and we had a lot to watch and it was just I mean, it was one of the purest putts you've ever seen. And Thing just stops half a revolution short. Granted, he still made like six grand, but whatever. You know, it's just, it was just, uh, it's cool. It's, it, it, you know, even the PGA Tour guys don't win all the time. And I think that's important to like say. It's like just because you have a PGA Tour card, you had a PGA Tour card at some point in time. Everybody's a professional golfer. Everybody's got to hit the shots. You know, they don't always go in. So, it is what it is, but but great job, Charlie. Because I know he's been struggling. He was he was kind of that. I don't know if you guys know that story. But like he kind of like freaked out, um like in the the middle of the fairway on eighteen when he was yeah. like cut or like, like, whatever. So you know, good on Charlie. And and he's actually a super awesome guy. I got to talk to him for like five or ten minutes. Just like a just a really really great dude. So shout out to him. But yeah, very cool. Yeah, cool. All right, boys. All right, boy, well, boys. Uh, Are you guys ready to do a little snake drafting? That's right. Oh, baby. All right. Sweet. All right. So if you guys are listening to this right now, we are going to record our second podcast, the round table. We're going to do a snake draft on the most, um,
1: our favorite, our favorite
0: forgotten PGA tour players. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of a, kind of a weird thing, but we're, we're going to get it going. So hope you guys enjoy and we will see you next week. (laughs)